the college football experience Stanford Cardinals season preview on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $500 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Underdog. Make sure you head over to underdogfantasy.com and use the promo code SGPN for a free $25. Yes, you can use the uh, free $25 to enter their Best Ball Mania 2. First place in Best Ball Mania 2 gets a million dollars. That's right. Sign up now for a free shot at a million dollars. Drafts are happening constantly, and it's not just NFL. They also have NBA, MLB, and more. Underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN for your chance to win a million dollars. We're also brought to you by the SGPN app. Yes, of course. Don't forget to download the SGPN app in the App Store or Google Play Store today. This is Mike Leach, uh, head football coach at Mississippi State. And you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience. Stanford Cardinal season preview. My name is Colby swinging database dead, AKA pick Don D that's not a pick. This is a pick and I'm joined by the biggest Stanford Cardinal football fan. I know give it up for former JMU Duke defensive back the burrito eating sideline kiss stealing wheeling and dealing Patty C in the place to be. Hi. Oh, well, have your car towed all the way to your house. And all you got for me is light beer <laughs> <laughs> drinking some of that right now. How you doing, pal? I purposely waited. I was going to record this episode solo um, because of the schedule, but I was like, no, no, no. I know he's a big Stanford Cardinal fan. So you know what? Give me the Dundee music. <laughs> this is the Stanford Cardinals. Patty C. Stanford Cardinals, <laughs> rich in quarterback tradition, from Jim Plunkett to John Elway to Todd Husek to Babe Laufenberg. It goes to Andrew Luck. There you go to Davis Mills. To Davis Mills, who I just drafted in fantasy football. To Tavita Pritchard, who is the offensive coordinator yes. and responsible for big, one of the biggest upsets in program history. Oh, that USC if not game. college football history. And and Stanford rich program. Yeah, that, that game was one of the best games. One of the best games I've ever Launched seen. Launched so. Jim Harbaugh's coaching career, really. And and when you look at it, Stanford year by year, David Shaw. As much as I, you know, if you throw out that four and eight season in nineteen, little clunker there. Other that than happens. that, though, yeah. yeah. Uh, this this program has been kind of dynamite Absolutely. over the past decade. It's been dynamite, right? 
Absolutely. Since uh, Harbaugh, well, I guess Harbaugh finished 12 and one, which was their first uh, 10 win season since 1992. But since then, uh, David Shaw, one, two, three, four, five, 10 win seasons. And really uh, every year that he's coached with the exception of 2019 has been a winning season. So, so six, 10 win seasons in the past decade, uh, a couple, two, nine win seasons an eight win season and last year four and two, and they won all four of their games on the road. That's pretty remarkable. There was a time for a moment. And when you look at their records, they weren't that bad. I mean, most of the nineties, they're pretty respectable. Well, they had uh, bill Walsh. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why it just seemed like, I mean, there were, there were reports they were going to like get rid of their football program. Things were really bad there. Uh, circa 2006 or so where, you know, it looked like they were the worst team in college football. And then boom, Harbaugh comes in, turns things around. Yeah. And, and I mean, the pac 12 is, is the ultimate question mark to me. You look at this team, there's, there's talk that Tanner McKee is going to be the quarterback Stanford's quarterback proof. Uh, we've talked about this. I don't understand yeah. how Miami can, I mean, Derek King's there now, but prior to Derek King, yeah, they would have like 20, 20, 20 or 25, 25 years, years yeah, really of is. really questionable quarterback play. Yeah. And it's like, you look at Stanford, even like they're one in 11 seasons and stuff. You're like, they're still putting guys in the pros. Yeah. Yeah. Stanford. Uh, I mean, commitment to a certain style of football that, you know, will always succeed in the pros. And, you know, they've, they've adjusted a little bit to be a little less run heavy, which I guess they were kind of even, I don't know if behind the curves, the right term, because they, I don't know if they were that power uh, run oriented prior to, you know, implementing that style under Harbaugh, but they were kind of going against the curve. I guess you could say at that point, because passing was getting more popular, but at this point they've trended a little more toward passing. You yeah. Know? Well, I mean, it could be Jack West. Uh, it, I'll tell you this. If I was their head coach now, obviously you want to go with the best player, but Tanner McKee's a freshman and you need every win you can get on this schedule. Yeah. Cause this is my number one check out, go to sports under the college football tab. You will see, I ranked the top 10 hardest schedules in the country. And Stanford was number one for, I, I, and they were number one in 2019 as well. Yeah. This team schedules not play. Yeah. (laughs) I I mean, uh, to give you an idea, guys, they play 12, 12 FBS teams, power five, right? Yes. Power five teams, FBS. Sorry. Yeah. 12 power five teams is what I meant to say. Yeah. Um, They're like, we, we just will refuse to take a break on any given week, you know, and two sets of back-to-back away games. Yeah. That's absurd. It's it's the most ridiculous schedule. You want to know why the SEC has pulled away from everyone else? It's because of this shit right here. Stanford, chill. Give yourself a break. Build in some wins into your schedule. Like you at ten and two in your best years. Guess what? Maybe if you get a little fluff in your schedule, you break through that barrier. You have that one loss season where you make the playoff as the PAC 12 champion. And guess what? Your program goes to another level, but you're putting a cap on your own progress. I respect it, but gosh, I know it's absolutely, it's absolutely brutal. I, I, it's like you take a team like Kentucky that schedules really light for the most part out of conference. So they can stack up four wins. You know, I guess the Louisville game somewhat 50, 50, but the other three w- are normally winnable games. So then you play in the SEC East. So it's very easy to make a bowl. Yeah. I mean, the SEC East is probably, I mean, I think it's worse than the PAC 12 right now. I don't know that that's been the case for, I think, you know, but dude, I mean, look, traditionally my, my point is like South Carolina 
in the past 10 years, that's a winnable game for Kentucky. Yeah. Tennessee has been a winnable game. Vanderbilt's been a winnable yeah, game. And, and, and those, you can make a case. Missouri's a winnable game too. Yeah. None of those programs are even really good. I mean, they're decent. My point is it's very easy to make a bowl when you do this scheduling that Stanford does. So then it creates, it's like, Oh, we got the most bowl teams. Well, no, I mean, yes, you do technically that are playing bowl games, but this schedule is ridiculous. And we'll yeah. get, we'll it the, the conferences rankings as an entire, as a whole, whether it be at the very top, whether it be at the second tier, or as you go down, the more like impossible, like scheduling yeah. you do, the worse it is for everyone. Yeah. And, and uh, I don't know. We'll see how the, they can shake out. Cause this win total is mighty low for a team that won all four games on the road last year. Um, but they do return uh, s- what six offensive starters, uh, unless if they go west, it'll be seven. But uh, breaking in three of five on the offensive line, Patty C back. Uh, so that's somewhat good. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, this offense was solid last year. They were you know, 56 in scoring, n- 93rd rushing the ball, which is uh, keys in on your point. Yeah, very uncharacteristic. 22nd passing the ball, charting at 45th overall. Um, they they get their tight end back and Tucker Fisk talk about this is a t- one of the tight end use <laughs> yeah, um, big time uh, Austin Jones back at the running back spot they're only bringing back one of three in the receiving core led by Michael Wilson a senior uh I it, what do you think you think this offense will be more physical I mean last year was a kind of a crazy season with COVID do you think it will just they'll pick up the pace or do you think <laughs> who knows I mean. <laughs> I would be lying if I said I sit here, sat here and watched film on their offensive line to see how, how if they'll become more physical. But you have to figure. I mean, if you go back a few years, uh, their offensive scoring numbers are 38, 73, 109. So there was a, a, a definite slide going on there for three years, which obviously culminated in that four and eight season, but then rebounded for uh, the 56 scoring offense again last year. But like you said, rushing was not the, the 93rd. Strength. Yeah. Uh, then defensively, they are returning back seven to a unit that was 77th in scoring defense, 112th against the run. Patty C. They got soft and 44th in the pa- uh, pass defense, not charting at 93rd overall. That's the fear, I think. That's what I was trying to tell you over the past couple of years was that uh, it makes it very interesting for this season uh, coming into this. But they, they, and how about this? On the defensive line, they're only bring, bringing back one in Thomas Booker. Now, I will say, Aaron. Armitage, Armitage is a uh, is a four star recruit that couldn't make an impact right away. Yeah. Um, linebacking core is only bringing back two of uh, three, led by Jordan Fox, a senior, and their whole secondary is back. And that was a good pass defense a season ago, so the pass defense should be solid. Can they stop the run? Is the question. And with this schedule, this is where we have fun with this. The win total is at four. Well, let me hit you with these recruiting rankings real yeah. quick because it'll give us an idea of where they should be. And this is a team that I, I maybe it's just me, but I still think of like them as a, a talent, a not so talented team that's, you know, playing above their level. But I, I am wrong. When I look at the recruiting rankings over the last five years, they finished 14 at 40, 19, 21 and 41 and uh, currently sitting at number 35. So they seem like around a top 25, 30 team on average recruiting in the Pac-12, that is around like the third or fifth best team recruiting most years. So um, they should be, from a, a talent standpoint, able to do it, but not at all what you'd expect to get pushed around like they have, especially for a team that specializes in recruiting the big boys. You would yeah, think, yeah, definitely. Um, 
The win total was at four. Is that surprising to you at all? Just out the gate, without mm-hmm. even giving it. Yes, yeah. because he's that was his worst season. Was four wins. Yeah, you know, worst season. But uh, once again, that I, I don't the think schedule. It, yeah. After looking at that, it becomes a little less surprising. Uh, let's get to it. Week week one in Jerry's world, one of these dumbass dome games and dumbass neutral site games because. K State made the trip to Palo Alto a couple of years ago. This one's being played in Jerry's World. It should be in Manhattan, Kansas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do a home and home, please. They, I ca- guess. they caught a little break. Yeah, I, I don't mind a neutral site game. If you're I gonna do. do, I mean, I do. I'd rather have a one <laughs> one on one, but uh, at least it's not like a one off in one person's home. You know, if you're gonna just do one game, at least I'm glad it's no, a neutral site. No, no, no. You'd rather it be on campus and no, no. no I'm tr- saying they played in Palo Alto two years ago. Oh, they did. Yeah. K State did. Yeah, why is this supposed to be in Manhattan, Kansas? It should be. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is one of those just terrible games for the sport. Um, but that is stupid. Yeah, moving it. But anyway, K State, Kansas, or K State, Stanford. This is a kind of a fifty-fifty game, but I do think K State's a slightly better team right now. Yeah, (sighs) yeah. I mean, after what we've seen, all of uh, uh, Stanford's wins last year super close all by five points or less. So um, it's tough to say. Then again, one of their losses by three points or less. So th- that's all they do. And that's all they've done for years is playing. They're going to need games. to have a run defense for Deuce Vaughn because he will go off on this. Defense. Yeah. That, that's why I think they just have a little more varied of an attack. Obviously having a quarterback like Davis mills, you get used to that. Like you say, they're quarterback proof. They're going to be able to, I guess, have a, a varied offense that, that moves the ball Stanford. But uh, assuming they're still a little bit soft and maybe they're not quite as like potent as they normally are, like ha- the trend has been, then I think you're right. I think Kansas State has proven to be kind of potent last year. Yeah, I'm on K State to win Week One, but it is one of, once again this whole schedule has got a lot of fifty-fifty games somewhat. But I do think K State the better team, closer. I think the fans will actually show up. Stanford doesn't travel well. Give me K State to get that done. What do you give that uh, odds on that game? 55, 45, 55, 45. It's going to yeah. be a good game. Yeah. Um, week two, they travel down to Los Angeles Get the ball. to play uh, the, the USC Trojans. I mean, this is one, I think it's kind of a 50, 50 game. I mean, yes, we're going to favor USC, but I mean, do I need to go through this again? USC beat Arizona state on, uh, on their season opener, 28, 27 on a deflected pass. Yeah. Right. And again, they had to get recover the onside kick to get that. They uh, they were down by yeah. two scores they with were, like f- two minutes left. I, I don't think it, the luck stat that you know is on whatever Phil Steele's yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> catalog quite captures how lucky USC was last well, year. Well, then they beat Arizona, and that was a deflected pass on a fourth down. It wasn't a touchdown, but that preserved their chance to win because they needed to score in that final drive. And a deflected pass that I think their running back caught on a fourth and eight or something. Yeah. Um. Then week three, they played at Utah, took care of business. It was Utah's first game. Yeah. Cause Utah had COVID issues. Yeah. So they beat them 33, 17. That was their only decided. That was like the only like flat out good yeah. win. But you, once again, Utah, you're playing a team with yeah. tons of rust built up. Uh, then, then they, they took on UCLA and won 43, 38. Yeah. In a game at the end of the season that UCLA probably could have e- easily won. I think, uh, I think UCLA was, was winning a lot of it. Yes. That pick six by Robinson was huge. It got USC back in the game. Yeah. Uh, and then USC they, players all talking shit after the game. Um, and then they lose to Oregon. I, my point here is that uh, I just think 
it's a winnable game for Stanford. Now I would still favor USC. Then how about today? Brew McCoy. Uh, USC's best receiver has got a felony charge. Yeah. Going to get some now. <laughs> Crazy. Bad, bad breaks for USC. Actually, that's kind of par for the course for this. Now in 19, when they played Stanford, uh, they did win 45 20 in the Coliseum. That's crazy that they got to go to the Coliseum again, I guess, just last year. Okay, to keep the, the seasons the, back the same. And forth, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at this right now. Stanford surprisingly has won nine of the last 15 in this rivalry. That's what I'm saying. It's a, it's a tricky game, man. Yeah. The tricky game. And I mean, I'm going to give it to USC, but I don't love it. I think uh, 60 40 USC. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so zero and two out the gate. Then this was an away game at USC. So this is their first set of back-to-back away games. They traveled to Nashville to take on Vanderbilt. So to Los Angeles and then to Vanderbilt. Um, <laughs> very far trip. Doesn't make a lot of sense. This is the one that we have as a clear-cut win for Stanford. But tread lightly because you are going three thousand miles on a back-to-back away game. I mean, it's really the third of a back-to-back-to-back because Arlington, yeah. Texas, is no joke. That's ridiculous. What are you doing? That's three. You're and you opening stack up Vanderbilt three at the away end of that when you're that tired yeah. against two really good teams on the road. Yeah. Then you go to Vanderbilt to cap it off. And you know, in Arlington, it's going to be all K State fans. Yeah. It's essentially three straight road games. And you're this going to SEC. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I got them beating Vanderbilt, but it would not shock me if Vanderbilt upset them. It would shock me just because Clark Lee's so early New. into his yeah. tenure. Yeah. Uh, so I got them at one and two then. Then they come back to the farm to take on UCLA, a team that they beat in a wild one last year. I think by one, I think a blocked extra yeah, point. 48, right? 47 double overtime. Um, this is one of those ones where I'm kind of bullish on. I like UCLA's team better this year than Stanford's, yeah. especially if Stanford's starting a freshman quarterback, Yeah, but it's still kind of a 50, 50 game. Yeah. Uh, this is one where you kind of play like a group of games and you project how many wins or losses they have within that number of games. Cause this game is a true 50, 50. So if you're giving an L here, then you gotta give them a, a win on another 50, 50 game. Yeah. I, I, I do like UCLA's team better. So I'm going there. I'll ride with you. Okay. So one and four start or, or one, one, and, one and three. Yeah. Then they're home to Oregon. Last year like- they lost to Oregon. Uh, pretty, it was the season opener. I yeah. believe they 35, lost 35, 14. 14. That was at Autzen though. This is in the, this is on the farm, but I would favor Oregon. Yeah. I'm with you. So one and four, <sighs> this is a brutal this schedule. Is tough, yeah. Then the, another back-to-back away games st- uh, stretch here. They're in the, in both deserts. They're going to Tempe first where they have had decent success against Arizona state. And it's on a Friday night in Tempe national <sighs> spotlight. They're going to lose. Yeah. So one and we'll see if Herman one and survives five. Uh, to that point. But you got to that's figure. the best case scenario for the, for Stanford fans is that yeah. chaos happens and you're just uh, yeah. more intact as a team, right? Which continuity has not. I'm looking at their their uh, coaching staff. Tavita Pritchard has been there basically since he graduated in 2010 or no uh, 2009. He's you know moved up from graduate assistant, running back coach, quarterback, OC. And then also um, looking at the defense, Lance Anderson's been there since 2007. So yeah, they should be continuity know, wise. Yeah. yeah, continuity wise, pretty pretty solid. But then the following trip or the following game. So after going to the desert, which I have them losing, they go to Pullman and yeah. go to the 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 that cold desert. Yeah, I'm gonna give them one win in that uh, four game stretch there because I think I'm not. 
You, you think they're going to lose all four of those in a row? The uh, the UCLA one, I don't see them winning on the road against those teams. I, I don't. Stanford's too good to drop that many games. Well, then the, the UCLA one is the one I see. That they could beat them at home. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll ride with that. It'll be one of those. It'll be one of those. Maybe K State out the gate. But two and four to uh, was it? No, through seven games. Two and five to kick the season off. Yeah. Yikes. Then they get a bye before hosting Washington. They've played Washington pretty good lately. Yeah. They, they beat them last year, 31-24 in Husky Stadium, and they beat them the year before. I, I'm almost inclined to say after a bye week, maybe this is the one they steal. But I think Washington's certainly the more talented team on paper. Yeah. Let me take a look at the uh, recent history in this one. Yeah, I think they've won yeah. the last two, right? Three of the last four and uh, six of the last eight against Washington they've gotten. So, uh, and really, if you go back even further than that, uh, what would that be? 10 of the last 15, I think. So they have kind of dominated Washington. So getting them at home, let's, let's be a little generous here. Do you think? Yeah, I can, I'll, I'll meet you there. I'm going to say they go one and one in this stretch. Because I agree. The next games at, uh, at home against Utah. Utah came to Stanford Stadium last in eighteen and won by twenty, just about <laughs> forty to twenty-one. This one a Friday night game. Do you think that makes a difference here? That, that's they have a ho- terrible home field. Yeah, like fifty thousand seats should be respectable, but you know Stanford wine and cheese crowd. Yeah. Uh, it's just and then they did beat Utah in two thousand seventeen, twenty-three twenty, but. Um, I got him one and one in that. Yeah, I got him one stretch. and one there. So that would put me at how many wins? Three then? and six with three games left. At Oregon State, I'm taking Oregon State. Mm, I'll give it to Stanford. I know you're higher on Jay Smith than I am. I'll say this, man. I just don't know because I was gonna say maybe they'll get Cal, but that's that game's always crazy. <laughs> Did Stanford win two games last year on block extra points? Is that what I'm seeing? Is that what happened? happening in, in Cal? <laughs> Uh, I got them at four and eight. I think the number is right. Uh, I think they beat Cal. I think they take the L to Notre Dame, even though they've handled Notre Dame uh, large. I mean, Notre Dame's gotten the better of them lately, but Notre Dame is primed for a little step back here, so they could easily take Notre Dame. I, I'll say this: David Shaw's a proven. He's proven that you know he's a good coach. The schedule is probably the hardest that I've seen for Stanford. I think it's harder than the one a couple of years ago. Yeah. I'll go over blindly on that. Let me tell you what Stanford's winner of 10 of the last 11 against Cal. They only lost two years ago and they lost by four points, but that was what Wilcox. So Wilcox is, they sh- I mean, well, okay. Cal's gotten better. So yeah. that's true. It's true. They get him at home though. Uh, that you're, you got him at four. Yeah. But I'm saying if I have to lean over, I'll lean over because of, of Shaw's success. What's the number? Four, four, four <laughs> flat, flat. It's easy. Take the over. You think that's easy? Though? I think that's easy. I think there's a this is potential for a nightmare season for them. <sighs> Maybe I just think Stanford's uh, talent wise better than we think. Coaching continuity wise very solid. Player development wise pretty darn good. Like what happens though if they start out like like we predicted? They lose the K State, they lose the USC, and they get upset by Vandy. Well then, take the then under. You, <laughs> then you're in a world of trouble where you, uh, I mean, your your next games are just brutal. Yeah, this is not a schedule you want the wheels to fall off on because uh, there's no chance to get back on track. I just think those if you're if you're a Stanford fan, the K State and the Vanderbilt games to start the season in September, really, and the UCLA one. September is the most important month to me for Stanford. That K State yeah. game is probably the most important game on their schedule. Yeah, just absolutely. 
brutal schedule. Because man. you gotta figure you're gonna get you're gonna get Vandy, right? Even if you take the loss at USC, a two and one start going into the conference slate with two games at home to kick it off, yeah. right? Then that's I mean, you get one of those three and one, then you're your season straight. And it doesn't matter what happens. They, the they just schedule so crazy. I'm looking at the 19 schedule. They had okay, so they have their nine power five conference games. Yeah. Their tenth game was home to Northwestern. Yeah. Eleventh game at UCF. Twelfth <laughs> game home to Notre Dame. Jeez. That's unbelievable. I mean, yeah, they, they schedule absolutely fucking crazy. Have been conference champions or playoff teams in the last couple of years. Like that's your non-conference slate, and you're playing a nine game. You wonder why you went four and eight. It's like, dude, that schedule is brutal. That's a brutal schedule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, respect again, but please, like, I don't know if they're noticing the landscape of college football right now and how like they're kind of in a position where they might be losing some of their power. If like, you know, just today the PAC 12 is talking about, or the big 10 is talking about taking USC. What happens to you, Stanford? What happens? Your, your master plan. We respect it, but please. <laughs> it's like just schedule like Fresno state or something, right? Yeah. Get Even a, that would be dangerous though, but build I'm saying, in a yeah. couple wins. Uh, UNLV. Know? Yeah. Schedule a UNLV. I mean, and this is completely yeah. against Colby and I's mentality. There's nothing more. We enjoy But than- You're seeing the difference. I mean, Honestly, Stanford, UCLA, and USC schedule really fucking aggressively. Yeah, and those three schools, Colorado as well. Yeah. But uh, you just leave yours. No, the pack, the the big, the uh, twelve team playoff. That could be a, a, an actual positive for them because they'd be so battle tested by the time they get to that. Perhaps, or I mean, or but are, are you injured and yeah, tired? I was about to say you could be injured or tired, but yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. I, I I guess blindly I'm on the over. I do not advise my clients to bet this though. Uh, yeah, it's probably a little I too think tough. You stay the hell away from yeah. this one. Um, the PAC 12 is hard to get a read on Like th- these are all 50, 50 games. They don't have one for their the w- most winnable game is a game 3000 miles away at an sec school. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like and I, Vanderbilt's trash, but it just wouldn't surprise me them coming off of their third away game uh, or their, you know, that is their third away game in yeah. a row. So, and playing against passionate fan bases, like USC probably doesn't get the credit it deserves for like being a very tough place to win. Yeah. And then K state, you know, they're going to bring the ruckus, yeah. like even, even on a road game and Vandy or neutral game. Yeah. yeah neutral yeah. game. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Give me the over, I guess. Don't love the play here. All right, folks. If you're a first time listener to the college football experience, make sure you subscribe because we, me and Patty C and a, and a great other NC Nick, uh, just uh, everyone uh, contributing, helping contribute. We got writers on, but breaking down all 130 college football teams. Um, what are you going to say, buddy? I want to ask you what the ceiling for this team is. Uh, it's too hard of a schedule. I think their ceiling is like seven and five. Yeah. You can't, that's, I don't, I actually think you could give every team this in the nation and they probably wouldn't go undefeated. Yeah. I bet they get to eight. If everything broke, right. They get to eight. Do you think anyone could go undefeated with the schedule? <sighs> Maybe like in Alabama. You really think so? I mean, I think two sets of back-to-back away games. Alabama has, uh, hasn't played. They've played one back, uh, one set of back-to-back away games in six years. That's true. I, I would <laughs> bet that Alabama hasn't played a, a three straight weeks away from home in twenty-five years. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe. Uh, but anyway, uh, subscribe to the College Football Experience. We're breaking down all all one hundred thirty FBS college football teams. There's a podcast for each team. 
and make sure you subscribe to the college basketball experience because uh, what uh, the Stanford Cardinals missed the tournament a season ago, but we're on a bubble on the bubble for a lot of the season, but Gerard Haas doing a decent job with the Cardinals going to be a big year for you guys. Uh, we will have you covered on the college basketball screen. A great year for the pac 12 in, in college basketball. What'd they have? Uh, they went eight teams in the sweet 16. Yeah. Eight teams in the sweet 16, nine, all, every team that entered the tournament won a tournament game. Yeah, The greatest yeah. run in yeah. uh, for a single conference in NCAA history. So yeah. pretty will, good, pretty yeah, good, <laughs> pretty good. Uh, we, we will have you covered on the college basketball experience over there. Spinal. Um, <laughs> and yeah, me, Patty C. So look, we talk college basketball year round over there. We talk college football year round over here. So subscribe to both. Tell a friend, me, Patty C, NC Nick. We've been handicapping every single division one college football and college basketball game for the past four years. Never had a losing season for each and indi- for each individual for each season. Yes, we've never had a losing season. In college basketball, all Me, we do is win, win, win. Or NC Nick, same can be said for college football each season. We're also way over 500 on our locks. We give you all of that for free on the SGPN app. Download that SGPN app. You'll get all of our great content, uh, whether it's podcasts, whether it's articles, all for free at the Apple Store or Google Play Store. A contest we just gave away a thousand dollars in the NBA Finals free roll. So all that for free. We don't charge you a lick. So look, all you got to do is this: when you download that app. Give us a five star review. Say some nice things about us. And if you do that, take a screenshot. Find me on Twitter at the Colby D. And I will send you a college experience t shirt, college football experience or college basketball experience t shirt, whatever you want. All right. So do that uh, at the Colby D. Give me a follow as well. Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C831. NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore NICK. The college football experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. Uh, and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network's on Twitter at the SGP Network. Give them all a follow and check out the Slack channel, Sports Gambling Podcast, as well. All right, we are on the over, but tread lightly. This is the college football experience, Stanford Cardinal style. You better start thinking about yours. And